Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Street Brothers Wrestling Podcast, episode 223. Hey, rolling through that second hundo, 250's on the horizon. Uh, my name's Cameron Osborne, of course, that is Paul. He's, he's, he's Mike the Street Shepherd. Howdy doody. And, uh, you know, this is a wrestling podcast, and it's online, and it's here, and we are rolling down the road towards WrestleMania with a lot of exciting action happening on Dynamite, really all over the world right now. Our forbidden ticket, our forbidden tickets are doored, <laughs> and could not be more excited. Yeah, tons of fun. I mean, you know, the whole added, I mean, these New Japan guys, this could be the only chance we ever see them, and they're... Of you seeing know. the likes of Okada, Naito, Tanahashi. Yeah. Lots uh, of fun. TJ Perkins. <laughs> Is he over there now? He's over there. I think he might be a junior tag champion, actually. Yeah. I might have seen him when he was in the cruiserweight division. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm Back sure he did. I'm sure he did. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And even people like Mercedes Monet would love to see uh Oh, she's gonna. She'll be there for sure. Yeah, she's already been tea. I think I saw an interview where they asked her about it. She's like, "Yeah, pick up the phone." Talking to Tony Khan. So, yeah, what's the match? Mercedes Monet versus I don't know a Britt Baker type. Yeah, I think that'd be good. A Soraya type. I think. Uh, yeah, Baker would probably be the better match. Yeah. Because I don't think you want to do Hater because you don't want either of the champs to lose. Well, unless Hater's not champion at that at that current time. Yeah, a lot of things could happen, but I think the marquee match, probably Britt Baker versus Mercedes. Yeah. Wow. Baker's still kind of your top name. Just thinking about it. Yeah. Either way, a lot of fun. That'll be a great way to kick off the summer. Mm -hmm. And then we'll do a SmackDown in August, and yeah, we'll cover all that on the show, but... It's gonna be a great. It's gonna be a great summer of professional wrestling, so let's roll our lawn way through the week. Let's uh, crown a brand new Tweet League champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Okay, coming down to the wire here, Mike. New, uh, and, you know, and there, it, 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 this could this could even segue into an around the ring type of situation. New and now <laughs> nine time, nine time, the record holder ousting the Rand Man. Uh, oh. Our now nine time two league champion, CM Punk. Oh, Phil. Oh, you cancer. Fi- oh, <laughs> Philly B. Mike, I'm sure you read the little post. Um, the little post, the big <laughs> post. <laughs> yeah, when you have to zoom in on your Instagram, it's uh, it's yeah. officially too fucking long. Sigh. You cannot read it in landscape. You have to. Yeah, you, you can't, and you can't, you can't turn in landscape. It's like it's this portrait thing. Sigh. <laughs> I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. Then plan was to wrestle at the pay per view. I sat, listened to Moxley's Rocky Three, Moxley's Rocky Three idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie and I thought the idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss. I said okay, but I, but I need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash. So I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer's a liar. Jericho's a liar. And a stooge. There were plans, but plans always change. But I'll never put a company above my health again. CM Punk. 
So yeah. Okay. So this is referring to brawl out, or is this referring to uh, like well, kind of like the week, the, like kind of like the weeks leading up to that? I think everything. I mean, obviously, the Moxley is the dynamite match where he lost, uh, where Moxley beat him in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so is so yeah, the, yeah. So that TV match where Mox won, the one where it changed hands on TV. That yeah, is the, think, the, the that is the particular moment he's talking about. The Rocky Three whole thing, yeah. Which so another, you you like, like Rocky? That's the one where he loses and comes back, right? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, he lost really quickly, and then a couple weeks later, he won the title. So back. this sounds like a great idea for Punk, correct? Yeah, I mean, this loser hasn't even seen a Rocky movie in his life. What the hell's wrong with him? So it sounds like Punk wasn't stoked that there would be like a flip flop. He's like, let's just flip. Why flip flop? Um, I think he, I think he just didn't want. He'd rather just go to Chicago and beat Moxley and not do any of that. Oh, not flip flop it in Ohio and just okay. I got it. Yeah, uh, but I think I like the Moxley thing. I think Punk's kind of throwing him under the bus. I don't think it was like Moxley's like I don't want to lose to you because he lost to him clean a couple weeks later. I think it was more I don't want this interim title reign to mean nothing. Let's at least get it on the books. So, yeah, and yeah, I, <clears throat> I think that's a good. <clears throat> I think that's a good way of saying it. Moxley maybe thought I had spent the entire summer with this company on my back. Yeah, can can we just kind of count it, please? <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like that's what Tony Khan wanted as well. And yeah, Punk was the only one against it. And I mean, Ma, this whole time, no one's really ever said anything bad about Moxley. So this is the first we've heard of anything like that. And uh, yeah, throwing Jericho's name under the bus as well. So it really seems less and less likely of any comeback being possible when he just throws everyone under the bus. Yeah, so yeah. Including so, Tony Khan this time. He even mentioned Tony. Right, so for all of us who recall, Punk Punk wins a double or nothing, hurts his foot. Moxley comes back um, as, a, as the interim champ. Yeah. And he has it for about two months probably. Then he loses to Mox. Or sorry, like yeah. Moxley, Moxley wins on the dynamite to yeah, like to for the to make the change. lineal thing all come together, and then Punk two days later. Um, yeah, I get it. I I would want that what six, sixty days to count, or at least fifty nine. Yeah, I mean the whole interim thing I don't like to begin with, but at least at the very least we got him on the books, just like they did with Tony Storm and everything. They retroactively fixed that and. It, did they yeah. retroactively, or did, or does she still have the, uh, or like a little asterisk or something beside? No, after she lost it to Hater, Tony Khan's like, well, since uh, since Thunder Rosa's not coming back, I'm going to retroactively make Tony count as champ, which means Jamie Hater's now the official champ, so they fixed all that. Right, because they do the same thing in the UFC, but they know that information like a lot sooner. <laughs> I feel like, you know, sometimes someone might hurt themselves and then be like, okay, like, we'll play it off a little bit and then see if you get better. And then they don't. And they're like, ah, fuck. And I mean, wrestling, you have the benefit of you're in control of who wins the matches. So you don't even need that to begin with. You yeah. You feel like you lay can, everything out. I feel a little be like, yeah, okay, somebody, what, what, what did Punk do? He broke his, a bone in his foot or something like that? Yeah. Diving into the barricade like yeah. a moron. <laughs> Thinks he's a rock star. <sighs> see him but punk. I don't know. The whole thing just, uh, I think, yeah, made Punk look even worse than he already did. Yeah, it's left a sour taste and in your mouth. 
when you write sigh when you actually write sigh. out sigh <laughs> like come <laughs> on what a do what a... yeah yeah i'm already off the punk you know i don't want to see him again and this this did not help in any way but he's got hardcore fans i'm sure there are still some people on his side but probably most of the locker room doesn't want him back uh, yeah, I think I think it's a locker room kind of thing by now. The the weird thing's been put into the air. Yeah, and I, I guess mean, Moxley and Jericho are two of your biggest locker room leaders. Like, basically, everyone says it's those two and Danielson, so you just hated the two top guys, so I don't know. Yeah, no, it, I, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. Like, the th- all three of them are professional wrestling legends, correct? Yeah. Uh, but for one, just be like, these two guys, <laughs> and the other two guys just... What <laughs> the fuck? Also, is, yeah. isn't there like an unwritten kind of rule about not talking about that kind of shit? Yeah, like Moxley hasn't said a single word about any of this, and uh, yeah, Punk just kind of brought this up out of nowhere today. Like no one's oh, no. really been talking. It could, uh, yeah, no, yeah, be, hasn't been talking, but who knows? May may have been. It was recently deleted, but may have been the perfectly placed uh, tweet. If you ask me, yeah. maybe a little more on that later. <laughs> did you see Jericho respond to it? I did not, but uh, who knows? Who knows what's happening here? You know, it, yeah. it, it, AEW has been one to use social media in a way yeah. uh, to convey a me- I don't know. Let's just say. Let's just say. The QAnon runs deep, I think, on this one. <laughs> uh, it was funny, though. Jericho just tweeted out a picture of Matt Hardy doing the delete thing. So it's like, yeah. It's a good comeback without having to get into the dirty. A great comeback. Yeah, great. A quick little was it a little gif of Matt Hardy yeah, just going just delete, 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 delete this thought. You're only making yourself look worse. Yeah. Oh, but we'll uh, maybe yeah, at, maybe at Forbidden Door, we'll see. <laughs> maybe who knows? So but, if the music uh, comes yeah. on, you're booing CM Punk. I would boo, but I feel like a lot of people would probably cheer, just get caught up in the moment. I, I well, if, you know, Mike, if, if that happens, I'll hold you to it. Uh, <laughs> I boo Tony Khan. I'll boo CM Punk. <laughs> Booed Bailey. Um, <laughs> so I would cheer Bailey this time. Yeah, what I would cheer for. Uh, <laughs> let's move our on our way through the professional wrestling weekend. Show of shows is on the horizon, the first and the second of April. Uh, the Saturday Next Sunday. weekend, baby. Yep. Where will you be the day the world changed? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this was uh, this was uh, this was on St. Patrick's Day, so what better way to uh, kick off St. Patrick's Day than with Cody Rhodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Cody Rhodes coming out, crowds chanting his name, and you know he says, despite everything that's been said, he still has nothing but respect for Roman Reigns. Looks forward to beating him. But now he wants to talk to Kevin Owens. So out comes Owens and Cody says, hang on. This conversation needs Sami Zayn. So Sami comes out to a big pop. Cody Rhodes playing Mari Povich here. Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, it was a real Dr. <laughs> Phil. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's just trying to facilitate this, uh, this friendship getting back together. And Sami's like, you know, we've done some horrible things to each other, but we always found a way to make up and. I don't know. I don't understand why you you don't let that happen this time. Owens is just like, come on, Cody. What are you doing this to me for? And Cody's like, this is what everyone wants. The WWE Universe. So, uh, yeah. Sammy says, let's do something remarkable. Bring down the Usos. And Owens just says, I get it. 
we can take down the bloodline. We don't have to be friends, but why would I fight for someone who doesn't even want to be my friend? So, Cody, thanks for trying. I appreciate it, but I'm all set. And then Owens leaves as the crowd boos. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not going to sell him that easily. But you are right, Cody playing a, uh, a Dr. Phil type character, trying to get these two <laughs> back together. Yeah. Montel so, Williams. Uh, Remember Montel? <laughs> I remember him. Yeah. I never watched it. I, I, I definitely saw it. Was, I've, uh, yeah, it was Dr. Phil esque. I've seen it. Yeah. Jerry Springer I used to watch just because it was hilarious. Oh, but that's <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> like a family yeah. falling apart. But uh, then Kevin Owens is in the parking lot, ready to leave, drive away. When Sammy catches up to him, just says, come on, man. You know, we're friends. We always will be. We're brothers. If you don't want to talk to me ever again, that's fine. But I love you. And Owens has a quick double glance and then gets in his car and drives away. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Like, hmm. Yeah, he, had the, he was thinking about it. He did a double take, but <laughs> still drove off. Quick double take, but then eventually yeah. drove off. In a nice uh, Corvette or something. I don't know if that was a rental, but... <laughs> that wasn't, yeah, it was a nice car. It was a nice black yeah. car. Uh, we get some mixed tag action. Dominic Mysterio, Rhea Ripley taking on Santos Escobar, Zelina Vega. Uh, so, of course, the big size mismatch between Vega and Ripley. But I thought Zelina was looking really good here. We don't get to see her wrestle that often, but she was doing like moonsault to the floor, big tornado DDTs. Just, yeah. Yeah, she probably she pops in there once a month. <laughs> if that if but, that uh yeah i like her style she's you know we don't have a lot of luchas in the women's division so it's a cool cool thing to see it's a cool little thing to do uh she even hits dominic at one point with a hurricane rana but then ripley grabs vega picks her up with ease for a fierce looking riptide just slamming her down and yeah big size me, difference there yeah like vega doesn't even need to jump she just muscles her up <laughs> Uh, so that gives Ripley and Dominic the win. But yeah, like I said, great performance by Vega. I'd love to see her wrestle. Maybe bi-weekly, at least. <laughs> <laughs> bi-weekly. Every other show. She Everyone. is the original queen of the ring, so hopefully they can let her enter that yeah, tournament. Are, when they bring is, that, is that coming back? Yeah, Saudi Arabia in May. Right. Okay, I knew. King and queen of the ring. Double, I knew this. Double. I knew yeah. this. It's hard, anyway, it's hard to remember, you know? <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. But uh, Dominic gets on the mic after to disrespect Ray, his father. He comes out, asks Rhea to give him and his son some time alone. And, you know, Ray admits, I haven't been the best father, but I still love you. You're my world. And I made these sacrifices so my family could have the life that I could only dream of. But, uh, you know, I'm... I'm having a tough time dealing with going into the Hall of Fame without having my son by my side. And maybe it's too late for that. But my biggest regret is what Dominic has become. A disrespectful, punk-ass kid. And, uh, you know, I would, if, so, if you weren't my son, I'd gladly whoop your ass. But you are. And fighting him would be the biggest disgrace of his life. And he won't do it. So, Dominic, yeah. Still don't have that match booked. But, uh. I think we're all. I think it's yeah, it's going to happen, and like we said, I mean, I guess we're you know it's we're a, a week and a half away from Dominic beating the shit out of his dad as fucking Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> we said it's going to yeah. happen. We said it's going to happen. Yeah, there's a very good chance that uh, 
Yeah, it has to. I mean, that's that's next week. That's the only they've only got two more shows to book this, so they got to get it done. Or uh, or we book it at the Hall of Fame. I'm telling you, we're booking it at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I, I think they tape it after SmackDown, so I'm. He's gonna that. say like, "Son, that's enough." <laughs> and his mom's gonna be there. His sister, the whole family's gonna be there. Oh, so. what's her name? Fucking. Uh... Aaliyah, I think. Yeah, something like that. Aaliyah. Buddy Murphy's former love interest. Yeah. I forgot her about uh, Maybe Vicky Guerrero will even be there. Maybe. Recent free agent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then they announced a new match for WrestleMania. They're having men's and women's fatal four-way showcase matches. Tag matches. Which, I mean, I guess, yeah, you want to get more people on the card. Hopefully, they might as well as at least make these number one contender matches. Yeah, hopefully there's... It's always nice even if there's a little something at stake. Yeah. I feel like this is... They haven't even mentioned the Battle Royals, so this, those haven't even been on WrestleMania well, the last couple of years. Yeah, the last couple of years. I think that's... Well, you know, remember, we have these two nights uh, to split things across. Yeah. No, I'm... This, yeah, this could be a, just a way to get people on the card. People like Natalia, Zelina Vega, all those types. Yeah, those... Street Profits. Those types. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know Wrestlers. what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you have to qualify for these, at least on the woman's side. So we start off Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez taking on Emma, Tegan Knox. Uh, Emma and Tegan don't even get an entrance, so that should tell you the result right there. Raquel hits Tahana Bomb, Liv hits Oblivion. They get the win. So Liv and Raquel go to WrestleMania, as they should. Emma is in this. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember her? Shit. She's in the Candice LeRae <laughs> loop of uh, showed up showed up in the early of the Triple H era. Yeah, nothing. And even you know, Gar- I mean, you know, I think this may have been the first time we've seen her. Like she's been there since the Rumble. I can't act even picture seeing her. But for Emma, I mean, she never really had much in her in any of her runs, anyways. Then why why are you like here in the first place? To lose to live in Raquel. I guess that's a good point. Someone needs to lose <laughs> to live in Raquel. Yeah. But anyways, Charlotte Flair comes out next, cutting a promo on Rhea. Says three years ago, Ripley couldn't beat her at WrestleMania, and she's not going to do it this time. So Rhea comes out to respond and uh, tell Charlotte she's going to learn to fear her, call her a champion. And then Dominic was there. He gets in Charlotte's face, tells her, Mommy's going to beat you, and you know it. This distracts Charlotte, which allows Rhea to hit her with a cheap shot. Uh, and then Rhea and Dominic go to leave, but Charlotte attacks, so there's a big brawl. The officials come pouring out to pull them apart. Uh, they 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 failed. They tried though. Yeah, they they pulled and they separated and got back and yeah, over and over until eventually we got them out of there. Yeah, it's um, I think both both uh, of these women's feuds. Have uh, just kind of felt like they're merely there, you know, not like a legitimate <coughs> thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. No, the build right. has not been. It, yeah, they're not, neither one of them, especially because the build on the other side is insane. Yeah, exactly. The men's the whole bloodline thing that's been going on for almost a year. Um, yeah. I mean, the matches themselves, I'm sure, will be great, but. You know, I almost feel like if you would if you had flipped it, Rhea versus Bianca, Oscar versus Charlotte, it might have been more interesting. But 
Well, yeah, Oscar, so. yeah, Oscar Charlotte, they have that, that history there. Yeah, and Rhea Bianca was the match we never got. We were supposed to get last Damn summer. it, Hunter. So. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Either way, uh, come, come bell time, they'll deliver. It was like, I think it happened like a year or two ago when Rhea and Charlotte had that one match on like SummerSlam that no one cared about. But then by the end of it, they got like a standing ovation. Oh, yeah. I do remember that one. I do remember that. Just so. Either way, I'm confident the match will be good. But yeah, the promos have not been that much. Yeah, that was fun. And I like, I mean, I like Charlotte Flair. So I was already cheering. I was already one of (laughs) ones cheering at home anyways. I wasn't sitting on my fucking couch. (laughs) Yeah. Either way. Uh, up next, you got Xavier Woods taking on L.A. Knight, who uh, I've been saying it every week. He's getting nice pops. Great to see the crowd. L.A. Knight. I mean, he's got to be. Yeah. I mean, on the mic, he's a top three talker, I'd say, in WWE right now. Just the way he talks, he delivers his promos. He's so good. Out, out, out there in general, I got to say. Even, yeah, in even, general. Even compared to the, the MJF types um, over on the other side, I got to say. Yeah, no, his cadence, his confidence. He's uh, looking forward to him, hopefully finding his way onto the card or at least coming out for a promo. I could see him being the guy. You know, they always do the Hall of Fame curtain call. Maybe he comes out and insults all the legends and then gets beat up or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking I mean, of the Hall of well, Fame. I was going to say, yeah, it's Miz esque, yeah. right? He's Miz with a better body. <laughs> yeah, better body. Uh, maybe a bit better talker, maybe slightly worse wrestler, but I don't know. They're about the same, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the Hall of Fame, we got our next inductee, the legendary Great Muda, who just had his retirement tour earlier this year. I saw some of the highlights, yeah, from uh, from Japan. Yeah, he fought Nakamura, he fought Sting, a couple other guys. And, Shinsuke! Uh, yeah, it's always... Shinsuke. It's always cool. He never wrestled a single match in WWE, but the WWE Hall of Fame is basically, basically just a wrestling Hall of Fame in general. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I wonder how many, or I, I guess I wonder like what the to to what point, or like, yeah, like for example, like does Okada get WWE Hall of Fame? I think he could. Yeah, I think they would. Yeah. Cool. Okay, no, I that's like in, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I could see them doing that, like in fifteen years or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's sixty. He's long gone. Yeah, guys like that. Uh, anyways, our next match: Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Winner faces Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental Title. Uh, so of course, yeah, just a stiff, hard-hitting match as you'd expect. We've seen these two go at it many times, and uh, dozens. Yeah, so just another great match here. Uh, Sheamus goes for a broke kick, but at the same time, Drew hits a big boot, so they both knock each other out. They're both down. Ref starts to do a double count out. He gets all the way up to eight, but then Gunther, who was watching at ringside, jumps on the apron to stop the ref's count, and then the rest of Imperium all jump in. They attack Drew and Sheamus. So this match just gets thrown out, and yeah, they just beat them down, and then after they walk off, Adam Pearce appears on the screen to announce that now Gunther's going to have to defend against both men in a triple threat at WrestleMania. 
Hell yeah, baby. I <laughs> thought I, be... I know. After another uh, shenanigans, I'm like, oh my god, are we gonna do this one more time and then book the match, <laughs> or do we need to post, or do we need to print the fucking uh, the the pamphlets? Yeah, we the got programs. The and guess the what? We gotta print the fucking pamphlets, baby. The triple threat we've all been waiting for is happening. The beefiest match on the card. Automatic top. This that this is a lot of roast beef. Oh yeah, this is There's prime time. Whole roast. New York huh. strip. <laughs> this uh yeah, this one has the potential to uh and you know be the, eight, the sleeper hit of the weekend. 80 maybe. 20 grass fed free range ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the ball. Everyone's chest is gonna be ground beef. Oh my match. god, there's gonna be so many chops to the chest, Mike. Yeah, so oh. I think this could be yeah, this could be one of the top matches of the whole. This weekend. I think this has five stars written all over it. Quite frankly, certainly, certainly has the potential. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I, you know, I'm not gonna say it, but there's gonna be a five star match on at WrestleMania, an official, enough a, a Meltzer five star. Just I don't know what's going to be. I think be. there's a good chance he's he's loosened up the last year. He gave two in one year for the first time in like decades. So. I, I can almost guarantee that on and on this pod on on the recorded history the recently recorded history on the of this podcast <laughs> there will be a five star match. Yeah, among you and I, I'm sure. Yes, that's, among that's you and I, you know, chance. because now that the history yeah. books are uh, truly accounting. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll look forward to that yeah. final segment of SmackDown. You got Jey Uso coming out because Sami Zayn wants to address him and. Jay tells Sammy from day one, I didn't like you, didn't trust you, but week after week, uh, you grew on me, and or you started to grow on everyone else, but still not me until I finally let my guard down, and you ended up betraying my family, made me look stupid. I called you my brother, and you know, all I know now is from day one, you've been a fake-ass oose, <laughs> which gets big boos from the crowd, and he says he had no choice, but Sammy says that's a lie. You had a choice since day one. You choose to take Rowan's abuse over and over. I loved you and this family, but I wasn't going to take that every week the way you do, Jay. I don't think you're mad at me. I think you're mad at yourself. You're not mad that I hit Reigns with the chair. You're mad you didn't get to do it first. Crowd starts chanting, you're not Usi, and Jay gets pissed. Jay cheap shots Sammy, and they start brawling. Jimmy runs out, so now it's two on one. Start hitting Sammy with the steel steps when all of a sudden Kevin Owens music hits. Uh, Uso stare up the ramp, but Kevin Owens comes up from behind for the sneak attack. Save Sammy Zayn. They work together. They dump the Usos to the floor. Crowd's going nuts. They chant, hug it out. And yeah. Owens walks up, gives Sammy the big hug and huge pop from the crowd. A pop of the year level of pop. Yeah, this is a top three pop. This as of right now. I <laughs> this say. is an A plus 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 pop. A five star pop, if you will. <laughs> this is a hundred percent on a test plus the bonus one percent you got for filling out your name properly of a pop. <laughs> yeah, so huge pop, big hug. Uh, and then they cut to Cody watching on the TV backstage. He's, just, like, he's like, I did it. Just smiling, yeah, like a proud father. Yeah, like or like a proud, uh, a proud therapist. Yeah, 
but uh, we did it. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, finally back together. Great to see. Yeah, great to see, and the crowd's going to be on board. This has the potential to, and I don't know, Mike. Maybe I think this. This I think is this worthy of main eventing a night, night one. <clears throat> I mean, I would. I've heard rumors that it's Charlotte and Rhea for night one, but that that's not as hot that's as this. That's not as. So. I mean, that's not as hot. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the year of the bloodline. Let's have night one. Yeah, and night let's. Two yeah, let's. Event. If this is truly the bloodline's downfall, let's do it right. Let's properly. Yeah. They deserve the main event space. And besides, where do you? Where else would you put this in the card then? The crowd would be I don't know. too it's tired. Not the main event. Exactly. Have to be like the opener. The opener, just so people can recover from it. <laughs> and then you put the two fucking uh, showcase tag matches right after. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you could make a case. You put this as the opening match on night two, so the whole night is like the fall apart of the bloodline. But yeah, that's a good point. Know. Maybe still... what? What are, we, what are we showing? Fucking pre tapes back here. <laughs> yeah. Either way, yeah, I prefer them to main event night one. They deserve it. I mean, Sami Zayn, he deserves to main event WrestleMania. That's the thing. I feel like Sami Zayn deserves to main event WrestleMania. And if Kevin Owens can do the same, two straight main events. Yeah, that's quite a feather in his cap. That is, uh, that would be pretty cool for him. Just a couple good Canadian kids. You know, you just love to see it. You just love to see it. Let's move on our way through uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam over on Rampage. St. Patty's. Yeah, first match of the night. Uh, Hobbs and F- Ray Phoenix. Ray Phoenix is challenging for that uh, <laughs> TNT championship. Sometimes Excalibur says Phoenix, right? Yeah, pretty much all the luchas. Sometimes he says their names a little different. But I I, is it Ray Phoenix or Ray Phoenix? I think, I don't know. I guess both would be acceptable. I guess both are going to be acceptable. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, big match to open the show. The big strength versus the agility and uh, QT Marshall on the outside interfering when he can. Uh, Phoenix at one point showing some big strength is able to German suplex Hobbs and then he hits a frog splash, gets a big near fall, but then Hobbs fights back, hits a inverted attitude adjustment, what they are now calling the town business. Uh, that's his new finisher. It gives Hobbs the win, retains the belt. The town business. Yeah. Now he's the champ. Yeah, I guess we give him a new name. Or sorry, like give the thing a new name. Maybe we give him a new name. Powerhouse Hobbs is terrible. What was his name originally? Hobbs was Will, involved. Will, Will Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. That's, Which was fine. I think JR still called him Will Hobbs all the time. But JR yeah, but, pa- but at least Will is a name. Powerhouse. I don't even yeah. think a powerhouse is a thing. No, that should just be like his nickname. Be like Will Powerhouse Hobbs, and you only yeah exactly like in in quotations there. Yeah, Powerhouse as the name is weird. I just call him Hobbs because who's got time for all those extra syllables? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's got time for all that? Powerhouse Hobbs. Will Long time for this shit. Yeah. Next uh, up, we had a qu- oh sorry. There was just a quick little vignette that Adam Cole announces his official. Yes. date for his in-ring return March 29th 
So that'll be great to see. Yeah. Uh, it was Forbidden that. Door last year where he got injured, so maybe he can redeem himself on this year's event. We well, f- Adam Cole, baby, we'll have, we'll have more on that um, when we talk about Dynamite. But Taya Valkyrie yeah. taking on Eva Lawless. Taya Valkyrie, of course, uh, debuted last week in Winnipeg because she's Canadian. Um, yeah. Was this news to knew. you? Is she from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Uh, Is she one of those? I bet she's one of those Canadians who her parents moved away when she was like five. <laughs> Dual citizenship. You know, it's 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 one of those type of situations. Yeah. Either way, uh, just an easy dominant win here for her. She hits the Valhalla, which is the exact same move as a Jaded, but she was doing it first, so. Uh, and that gives Valkyrie the win. Oh, I guess you know maybe you know if that's the feud you build, maybe it's because they have the same uh, the same bit. Yeah, I mean it's a fun little coincidence. I think they both took it from Beth Phoenix to begin with, but <laughs> she's not going to be showing up. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Like you can do a Styles Clash, Michelle McCool's not running up uh, the, out the out the baby face ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, after that, we had another Canadian group, the Bollywood Boys, taking on uh, another cool Canadian group. Yeah, taking on Matt Cool Hand Ange and Daddy Magic. Oh, I love these. I love these motherfuckers. I do. Who the boys or the? 2. Oh, the uh, yeah, the t- uh, the three or two point Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. They're yeah. funny guys. Uh, good in the ring. Bollywood boys get a couple moves in, but it's mostly just the uh, 2.0, and they end up hitting the boys with an elevated double DDT to get the win. I just it just kind of hit me that this show was still in Winnipeg. So Ty Valkyrie showed up, and then a couple we then like like an hour later, or an hour yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, I guess an hour later. Yeah, good point. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they got a nice little Canadian pop. Uh, we saw them as well for yeah. What was it Elevation when we were there at Dynamite? Yeah. We saw them briefly. Yeah, they got they got the hometown pop. Yeah. Uh, main event though, you got the big bad Brody King taking on Daniel Garcia. Uh, I guess kind of a rare heel versus heel main event. I don't know. It's our, our House of Black heels. They do evil stuff, but the crowd loves them. So well, just know. because you do satanic stuff, does that mean <laughs> that you're a bad person? Like, I think, I think House of Black have good intent. Like, they have good intentions. You know, they're not mean. They're just not nice. Uh, you know, are they innocent till proven guilty, or guilty till I proven mean, innocent? He hasn't done the Black Mist in a while, but that's pretty mean. But also, like the people. Black Mist is like in competition. Yeah, he kind of drugged. It's illegal, though. It's an illegal maneuver. I mean, like, I, you know what? Hey, you're right. I, I, I'm just, I'm glad we're having the conversation. <laughs> but no, he hasn't done it. I feel like in a few months, so maybe they are trying to. And I mean, the, the the, they're over as hell. Yeah, everyone loves him. Great entrance. Great, so great helps. group of people. Uh, yeah, just a fun match here between these two. Uh, yeah, Brody hits a big pile driver. Garcia kicks out, and then Garcia puts in the wall to Jericho, which got a big pop because, like you said, we're still in the Winnipeg crowd. Uh, but Brody's able to make it over to the ropes, but then Jericho, who was at ringside, nails him in the head with a baseball bat when the ref isn't looking. Uh, so this knocks Brody out. Garcia puts him in a dragon sleeper. The ref raises and drops the hand three times. 
So that means Garcia picks up the huge win. Biggest win, not of his career, but certainly the biggest win over the of biggest the person. <laughs> yeah. Biggest win this year. Uh, and, you know, it seems like ever since Revolution, they've really have established that they're now using the three-arm drop rule instead of before where the ref would just call the match off as soon as someone appeared unconscious. Since the MJF moment. Yeah, well, even earlier in the night, I think the whole pay-per-view, there was a couple times where they did the arm drop. I think they're like trying oh, yeah. to condition there, fans. I think it was like, Ricky Starks or something. Yeah, or Samoa Joe or one of them. But either way, big win for Garcia with a lot of help from Jericho. Yeah, with a lot of help. Yeah. But congratulations on the uh, on that big win. Hopefully, House of Black. Let's 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 start let's start working, baby. Yeah, they're the champs. Build up some feuds soon, hopefully. That does not Jericho Society. Yeah, that's not the Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Over on through the wrestling weekend, let's kick off a little Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. <laughs> up with a reunited Sammy and KO making their way down to the ring here St. Louis St. Louis Missouri that's where we find ourselves tonight St. Louis crowds hot chanting for Sammy Owens is like hey I think they like you so they start chanting Kevin Owens and Sammy's like yeah they like you too uh Sammy says we're just I'm glad we're finally on the same page and we're brothers and Owens says Sammy's the best he's ever been in the ring, or best he's ever been in the ring with, and that's why it was so frustrating to watch him underneath Roman the last six months when everyone knows he's better than the bloodline. And, you know, last week, Sammy, Sammy finally got through to him and made him realize they need to take down the bloodline together. And that's when the Usos interrupt, call Sammy a backstabber. Owens says, let's just cut to the chase. You versus us for those tag titles at WrestleMania. Uh, Jimmy says, you guys haven't earned a title shot. But then Jay just jumps in. He's like, yeah, this is our chance to put them in the dirt. So we accept. And then big brawl happens. But uh, yeah, we all knew it was coming. And it's great to finally make it official. Yeah, all knew that it was actually, you know, we we, we were hoping it was going to come together. Cody did his part. And it finally all came together. That's the match we're getting. That's the main event. Night one. Told you. Hopefully. Our <laughs> uh, first match, we got Austin Theory taking on Montez Ford. Pretty decent match, you know. Ford looking good in singles action, just doing what he does, flying all over the place. Goes for from the heavens, but Theory avoids it. Hits the eight town down, gets the win. Montez Ford can't catch a break. Mm, yeah, not right now. No. Uh, we go to the bloodline uh, in the locker room, and Rowan tells everyone to leave except for Jay. Reigns just says, you know, it's been a minute. I haven't seen or heard from you, and uh, had to beg Jimmy to get you back. And He asks if Jay is still a part of the family, and Jay says he's with him, and Reigns says, I hope so. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> I hope so. Jay. <laughs> Jay gets up to leave. Roman says, I love you. And Jay says nothing and leaves. Uh, and then Heyman just slinks in. He's like, did you found what you're looking for? The answers? And Rowan says yes. So 
Still teasing a little tension there. Is Jay fully in? Well, I mean, has there ever been a moment of the bloodline where there hasn't been tension? The whole thing's <laughs> been tension, Mike. This is business as usual as far as they're concerned as a family. Yeah, I mean, there's these little things. Yeah, there's still Jay, even though he's not acting like it, he's got some internal conflict going on. You know, just a minute ago, Jimmy didn't want to accept the title match, but Jay did. So doing things like that, going against, you know, he didn't ask Reigns' permission to do that. So there you, there you go. Yeah. He didn't ask his permission. <laughs> uh, then we had Omos taking on Mustafa Ali. Just a quick, easy squash win for Omos. Nothing to it. Uh, but I did see a funny thing online. It was... Uh, Omos taking on Kofi Kingston in a ping pong match. And uh, Owens actually beat, or Omos actually beat Kofi. And it was just pretty funny, actually. Seeing him out of character, just like trash talking and being pretty funny. It was funny. Worth <laughs> <look>. <laughs> it was worth the trash talk? Okay, I'll have to check it out. Omos, yeah. of course, the, on the collision course with uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul coming out to host his impulsive uh, talk show thing. And, you know, Logan says, I didn't have to come to WWE. I've already made millions. But the reality is I love doing this. And he insults the St. Louis crowd and the Rams. And But uh, he does say his WrestleMania opponent, Seth Rollins, is a top three competitor in this business. Uh, but then he mocks him by playing... The footage over and over of him knocking him out a few weeks ago with the big right hand and uh yeah during this his mic starts cutting out and then we uh see seth rollins in the production truck he's he's the cause of this so <laughs> and he hits a button plays his own theme music starts walking out everyone's singing uh gets in the ring but then just throws the mic away tackles paul they brawl security comes running out there was a lot of pull-aparts this week. These security guys were... These these security guys were working extra hard. They were really working for the paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seth did a big dive off the top rope. He lands on like two of them, almost right on their heads, and nearly flipped over onto his own head. Bit of an ugly landing. Uh, but this whole distraction allowed Logan to run in and nail Seth with a punch. Once again, knocking him out with a single blow. And, you know, the commentary really selling the destruction of that titanium reinforced hand he's got metal in his bones i didn't know he had metal in his bones before this yeah i guess he had surgery which i wonder so. if that's a real thing if it would make a difference <sighs> probably marginal <laughs> yeah right like, you think like, about it, you know like you know like the old thing like you uh you grab a roll of pennies and you punch someone with it yeah and think about it, a roll of thinking. pennies is probably what like half a pound <laughs> so the uh, so quarters. are you saying you have the amount of weight of a penny of like a roll of pennies? Well, a roll of quarters. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, That's what I what did with all like? my pennies. I put them in rolls, and now I'm just ready to fight. Yeah, well, you can't do anything else with them. Nothing They're extinct. Else. <laughs> They're extinct. I haven't even thought. <laughs> I haven't thought about the penny in so long. No, I'm glad it's gone. Yeah. Waste of my wallet. I mean, I'm not. Pay I'm not paying cash much anyways. I want loonies. Toonies and quarters. I think that should be everything. That should be the only cash available. Nickels and dimes, <laughs> they're next. Yeah, look out, Nickel. We're coming for you. Look, watch out, Nickel. We're coming for you. Uh, after that, we got Charney Gargano taking on Dominic Mysterio. 
decent little match. Uh, you know, Dominic trying to cheat, doing the foot on the rope stuff, but the ref catches him. And then a bit later, Dominic sets up for the 619, but Johnny avoids. They fight to the top rope. Uh, Dominic slams Johnny down, and then he's able to hit the frog splash, gets the pinfall. So another big win. Dominic's he's been on like a five-week winning streak or something here. It feels like it's been a while. And probably an equivalent five-week losing streak for Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he did have some good performances at the pay-per-view, and... But yeah, it, it, it's funny with the new th- ever ever his the main roster run has been terrible, and I know I, I think there's been a couple injuries in there maybe, but changing the theme music was a bad was a bad call. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, I mean, at this point, he's not even on the WrestleMania card. No. He probably won't even get. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Dominic wins, grabs the mic, lots of heat from the crowd. Once again, he's still. Talking about Ray declining his challenge. He's not going to stop until he gets what he wants. And he knows that this Friday, his whole family is going to be at SmackDown. Because like I said, they do the Hall of Fame right after SmackDown. So everyone's going to be there. The family that had him kicked out and arrested. So Friday night, he's going to ask his mom to make the match instead of Ray. So Mrs. Mysterio is going to get some screen time. Yeah, back to Miss Mysterio. We remember what she looks like. And the sister, Aaliyah or something. Yeah, she'll be there. She'll be th- Oh, she'll be there. You bet You bet your ass she'll be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a promo backstage. Edge was in this candle-lit room. He tells Finn uh, for their upcoming Hell in a Cell match, he says, leave Balor at home because I want the demon. Sounds good to me. We had wondered that the uh, last week if we're if we're thinking we're getting Demon Finn, Demon Hell, get it? Yeah, I think yeah, might as well. Why not? And I I would let the Demon win here too. Ooh. Edge doesn't need to win. Edge doesn't need to win. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. You are right. And I think it makes the Judgment Day as a whole look stronger if Finn Balor you know t- usurps the power and then fucking wins. Let's do the sweep. Finn Balor wins. Rhea Ripley wins. Dominic wins. Judgment Day comes out the top group now that the bloodline's done. If if the bloodline crumbles. <laughs> if, yeah. Just want to say if. But hopefully. Uh, our next Hall of Fame inductee, we got Andy Kaufman going in this year. Isn't that fun? I saw yeah. I, I saw the post before I saw it on, on the on, on the television. I thought to myself, is this a meme? Did somebody <laughs> no, make a I mean, meme? No, I mean, of course there's... It's true. The legendary Jerry Lawler, uh, whatever talk show they were on. Was it Letterman? Or was that too early? I don't know. Yeah, or Johnny Carson, one of those, one of those types. Yeah, yeah, but the whole... For years, people didn't know if that was a shoot or a work. Ugh, the uh, the original work. Yeah, so Andy Kaufman, he loved the wrestling business. Uh, I think he even did that on Saturday Night Live. He would like wrestle women and stuff, and people hated him. People hit him. People hate him for it. <laughs> Either way, that'll be fun. I don't know. Maybe Tony Clifton will come out to induct him. That'd be cool. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Anyways, next match: Chad Gable taking on Ricochet. Uh, you know, it only got about five minutes. But it was pretty damn good for what it was. Uh, yeah, just lots of cool moves. Uh, Gable hit this big cliffhanger DDT 
which is basically the Rochambeau that Ricky Starks does. So nice move there. Big two count for Gable. Uh, and then Gable channels Kenny Omega after that. Hits a big dragon suplex into a pin. Another kick out. Uh, and then Otis, who is at ringside in Gable's corner, he gets swept away by Maxine Dupree. So this distracts Gable, allows Ricochet to take over, hit a top rope shooting star press to get the win. Uh, yeah, short match, but I thought it was awesome. For what yeah, I, I think two, they're two short, strong dudes. That, <laughs> yeah. That's what you need. Yeah, they, they're athletic as hell. They're both quick. That's what you get when people like this step into a fucking ring together. Yeah, it was great. It was it was absolutely great. Yeah, like you said, not enough for what for the time that it was. Yeah, they fit a lot in in those five minutes or whatever. It was got. a quick one. Uh, after that, you got Bianca Belair teaming up with Oscar to take on Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Because I think I don't know. I think I think Carmella got hurt or something. That's why Piper Niven's. Yeah, there Chelsea. was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Either way, Oscar Bianca, opponents turned partners. We've seen this many times. Classic. Uh, yeah, so of course they're trying to one-up each other while they're, you know, tagging in and out and all that. But, uh, yeah, at one point, Piper, she climbs the turnbuckle when Bianca lifts her up on her shoulders. We've seen it before, but it's super impressive every time to lift up Piper and hit the KOD. Just yeah, we've seen you know, we've seen it. That's like the big that's the big moment. That's the big Andre moment. Yeah, super impressive every time, and of course that gives the win for her and Oscar. But then right after Oscar attacks Belair, lays her out with a bunch of stiff kicks. Lays her out. I mean, I guess yeah, you said it right there. We see it all the time when the teammates team up. It's never going to work out. I don't know where this mania thing's going. If I'm being honest, Oscar, Bianca, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I could see it go either way, really, at this point. It's a fitty-fitty. When did Bianca win? She's been champion lo- a long time now, right? This is a long reign. Since Mania last year, so yeah. Shit, so... Up on a year. Yeah, do we crack the 365, or... I think she has to win at Mania to officially pass it. To officially it. pass it, she'd be at 364. Oh, wouldn't that be the worst? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, either way, like we said, the other thing, the, the build hasn't been that good, but the match itself, I'm sure, will deliver. Of course, yeah. These are two, these are two pros. Yeah. These are two pros. Uh, but, but the final segment of the actual night, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns meeting in the ring. Solo Sokoa, Paul Heyman alongside the Tribal Chief, though. The numbers yeah. game. Yeah, I think earlier in the night, Heyman told the Usos, go hop on the jet. We got food waiting for you. We'll take care of business out here. The jet? Uh, yeah, the private jet. Wow. The bird. Bloodline has a jet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Cody says he heard Roman tell him to stay out of the Bloodline's business and Roman says Cody isn't the problem. He just represents the problem. And Cody is what he used to be, a professional wrestler. But now Reigns is a fighter, which allowed him to become a megastar. And Reigns says, look at your track record, Cody. You didn't like being Stardust, so you ran away. And then you started a new promotion. You couldn't get over there, so you ran away again. That got a nice, ooh. Ooh. Yeah. 
little AEW. They don't reference AEW often, but every once in a while. When they do. Uh, and then you came back and you finally got over, but then your body quit on you as your little peck went pop. Uh, he says Cody's story doesn't end at WrestleMania. It ends the next day when he has to look in the mirror and decide what to do next after he loses, if he's going to run away again. And Cody just says, you're right, I did run away. And I ended up making a lot of locker rooms a lot more money. And I'm sick of people bringing up Dusty. He's not going to be there at WrestleMania. So, uh, Roman, you got to prepare for waking up without your title. And then the fact that Jay is going to leave you along with Jimmy, and then Solo will follow. And uh, For a moment, Cody speaks directly to Solo Sokoa. Tells him, you know, I was in your spot. Second generation wrestler flanked by the champion. You think you're ready, but you're not. And then Reigns and Heyman go to leave. Solo stays in the ring, gets right in Cody's face. But Roman starts yelling at him. So he goes to leave, but then uh, Cody says, I knew you weren't ready. And Solo turns around, tries to hit him with a Samoan spike, but Cody kicks him right in the head. Solo goes to retaliate, but Reigns holds him back. Okay, not not touching each other though. Yeah, still no contact. Still no contact. Them. You think we can not touch for one more week, and uh, you think we can make it all the way? I think so. I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah. I feel like we haven't seen that in a little while. Yeah, I wonder if they can uh, get Solo on the card. He's the only Bloodline member without a match yet. No, I don't think he has to be on the card. I don't think he has to, but yeah, yeah. he'll be. Fine. I guess he'll probably be. In Rowan's corner for the main event. Oh, of course. Yeah, he'll be in the corner, I think. Him and Paul Heyman. Maybe he'll interfere in some kind of little way, get taken out. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But that was uh, that was the entirety of the episode of Raw in the whole first half of our week, Mike. Let's take a break. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Of course, we have the second half of the show, NXT, all this stuff on Dynamite. You're not going to want to miss it. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter, yeah. Let's get into the actual podcast, though. The actual Shoot Brothers Wrestling podcast over on the action over on NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Tensions are rising here. In NXT, Mike matches continue to kind of be announced for stand and deliver, but uh, I, I feel like there's a lot of performers who are on the outside looking in. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's just a regular size uh, three hour show or so, so you're not getting the double night events, and only so many people can make. It. Only so many people can make it. Remember, remember, folks, uh, Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, so yeah, pretty deadly. Come out to start. Talk about being the hosts for Stand and Deliver, and uh, you know, last week Braun and Carmelo put them through the table at the contract signing, so they're not happy. And Carmelo and Trick come out to respond. Pretty deadly issues a challenge. Trick Williams accepts, but says Carmelo's partner is not going to be him. It's going to be Braun Breaker, which even Carmelo's surprised by. Like what? Uh, yeah, pretty deadly attack them. Braun comes out. Makes a save. Tells Carmelo he doesn't want him getting touched before their match at Stand and Deliver. A classic no-touch. Yeah. 
And and remember, uh, Braun Breaker won the championship the day after WrestleMania, if you recall, on yeah, uh, on Ziggler. an episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so he's coming up on a year as well. Might not make it. Might not make it that uh, full. I don't know. We see a tweet from Roxanne Perez just thanking everyone for the support, but the doctors still don't know what happened to her at Roadblock and why she collapsed. So we don't have a timeline, but. I mean, the door is not closed or open. She could be yet stand and deliver. We don't know. Yeah, she's yet to be medically cleared, but so we'll still see those ladder matches, regardless. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the ladder match, we got a qualifier for that. Indy Hartwell taking on Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany looking good, doing big double handspring elbows in the corner, just showing off that gymnast background and. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting more physical as well. Bunch of nice strikes, a big double foot stomp. Indy fights back. It's a big spine buster. And uh, at one point, Tiffany got busted open a little bit, her nose or her lip or something. But doesn't matter because uh, Tiffany recovers, lays out Indy, hits the perfect 10 moonsault to get the win. So Tiffany Stratton going to stand and deliver. Hey! Indy Hartwell continues to fall from our graces. Yeah, but, you know, I think uh, Tiffany's got a higher ceiling than her mm-hmm. when it comes in. You know, I'd even be happy if Tiffany won the title on wow. next Saturday. So there's that. Yeah, and hopefully uh, a more positive update from Roxanne Perez in the future. Yeah. Uh, we had a little segment of Gallus playing pool at the bar. Creed brothers come in, challenge them, and Gallus beats them, so the Creeds challenge them to darts, which the Creeds win. So Gallus say, let's have a tiebreaker for the NXT titles. That's Stand and Deliver. So we got that booked. They all go to leave the bar when Tony D'Angelo and Stax walk up saying, no, no, we got to discuss some business. And uh, we cut back to them later. They've all trashed the bar, beating each other up, and we'll settle this in L.A. with a triple threat with a triple threat this match has a uh, potential i think on the on the main card in general yeah should be a lot of fun could go any way really uh, i guess the only thing that's unfortunate is chase you not being in the match yeah maybe this was their chance to to come out of their shell well we'll see we'll see <sighs> yeah oh well uh wesley coming out next says he wants to keep doing these open challenges because, you know, he won the North American title on his very first try at it. So he wants to give other people the same opportunity and prove he's the best. But uh, so anyways, he gets to pick his four opponents for Stand and Deliver. And that's when the newly signed Dragon Lee comes out, gets a nice reception. The fans are chanting his name. He hasn't even wrestled yet, but uh, he was a big hot signing from AAA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Dragon Lee or Wes, I guess they're both Lee. They, yeah, Lee says to Lee he wants a shot at Stand and Deliver, and Wes Lee says he's been following Dragon's career. So uh, hey, you got a spot. That's when JD McDonough comes out, just says you both better watch what I'm about to do to Dragonoff, and uh, you're lucky I haven't put my sights on the title yet. So what do we think's happening here? Well, we'll fill out a couple more spots later on in the show. Good point. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Uh, we go backstage. Fallon Henley confronts Kiana James about Sebastian, the name she saw written in her ledger when she broke into her office, but Kiana just plays dumb. Fallon says, I saw the papers in your office and yells at Kiana for cheating in Jensen. Uh, says he's like my family. You may not care about him, but I do. And she storms off. So still some mysteries to be solved here. Still? No, I'm, I'm glad that there is a, a, a backstage kind of behind the scenes plot going on. I don't think there's anything else really. Uh, yeah, this, you know, this is definitely the most ongoing thing. It's this is the ongoing thing. thing. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I still hope it works out and Kiana's not doing anything bad. You know, people deserve love. Jensen, he's a good guy. <laughs> Jensen deserves love. Yeah. He deserves to get on base for the first time, right? <laughs> Come on, first time. <laughs> uh, then we get that match. J.D. McDonough versus Ilya Dragunov. Just a nice, stiff, hard-hitting match. Bunch of big strikes, kicks, heavy chops, heavy suplexes. They're going hard. Crowd's loving it. Chanting, this is awesome. Uh, they fight their way outside the ring. Dragon Lee was sitting at ringside watching and ends up getting hit by both men, just caught up in the action. So he jumps in, attacks them. This match gets thrown out. And then Wes Lee comes running out to join the fight with a big tope. Uh, officials break it up, and then afterwards, backstage, Wes Lee gets interviewed, says JD and Dragunov both impressed him, so they get a spot in the North American title match. And the final spot will be determined next week by Battle Royal. Hey, found both found themselves in the spot. Ilya Dragunov, that's where we want to be. Yeah, Dragunov, he... I mean, if it was up to me, he'd be the winner, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, the I first... Uh, he'd be the first U NXT UK person, you know, to <laughs> actually win that North American Championship. You know, it would mean a lot. Yeah, conquer multiple continents. Yeah, the first UK and North American champion. <laughs> uh, we got a little vignette for a new wrestler, Eddie Thorpe. Some kind of DJ raver type of guy. Like a boom. Yeah, they just showed him doing a DJ. Yeah, they thing. showed. Yeah, picture a picture of DJ, folks. You got it. <laughs> Uh, Laya Valkyria takes on Ivy Nile for another ladder match qualifier. Just a hard-hitting back-and-forth match. Ivy gets Lyra in the Dragon Sleeper, but she's able to flip up, jump off over the ropes right into a German suplex, and then the big spinning heel kick, which gives Valkyria the big win. So she's going to the ladder match. Going to the ladder match. So how many people do we have now? Just the two? Four? Four? Yeah, there were two last week. Yeah, Gigi, Zoe, Tiffany, and her, I think. Okay. I think. Yeah, they haven't really said how many spots there are. They'll probably leave it open, so there's room for Roxanne to make a triumphant return. She can, yeah, she can be that last spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, backstage, Fallon Henley gets attacked by Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Kiana James runs in to make the save. And then after, she says, listen, Fallon, you can't tell Jensen. It's got to come from me. She says, okay. But we still don't know what. The drama's still brewing, though. Yeah. And then we go off campus to a debate hall for the great debate between Chase University and Schism. 
uh, yeah, it's kind of each member steps up to the podium, takes a takes turns doing different topics. Two cuts and half asses his thing. Andre's like, what the fuck was that? And Thea Hale, she nails it. Great enthusiasm, big speech for her. So yeah, everyone does their thing. And then at the end, since, you know, the number schism has one more member, Tyler Bate has to show up to get in. On He delivers a great speech. Uh, and then says, now that we've beaten you philosophically, let's beat you physically. So Bate and Chase U challenge schism to a eight-person tag match. At Stand and Deliver, uh, Gacy says, no, we've already beat you. We got nothing to gain. So Duke Hudson says, we'll put the school on the line. Winner takes control of Chase University. Ah, uh, no, that's too much for me. I don't, wanna, I don't want that to be on the line. Not like this. <laughs> Andre Chase needs to remain in power of Chase U. Well, all they got to do is win. But... I don't know. This is going to be The Rock's daughter's first match ever, so I could see them not wanting her to lose. The little baby rock? Yeah. Little pebble. Oh. <laughs> no, no, is that Ricky Starks? <laughs> is the pebble? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyways, we'll get that next week. But the main event, pretty deadly, taking on Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker. Carmelo and Braun, they don't want no drama. They just want to work together, get through this, so... Got a couple cool double team moves. Uh, at one point, Mello springboards off the ropes and Braun just like whips him across the whole ring, crashing into Pretty Deadly. But, you know, Pretty Deadly, they're a well seasoned team. They put up a good fight. Uh, Breaker grabs one of them, hits a huge German suplex, flips Wilson all the way around onto his belly. And a bit later, Braun hits a big spear and then he tags in Carmelo, who hits the nothing but net leg drop. And that gives the two of them the win. Over pretty deadly. Like uh, a, a team that should be feared in their own right. Yeah, one of the top teams. But, uh, you know, two main eventers. They can hang. And they know how to fuck. Yeah. And then at the very end, Carmelo, he hands Braun his title. But doesn't let go of it right away. So Braun has to yank it away and then just raise the belt. So... But, uh, you know, like Cody and Roman, they're not getting physical with each other. They want to save it for the match. Yeah, that's two. Our, our two main events are chilled. <laughs> yeah. And that was NXT. That was all of NXT. That was all of NXT. Let's move on to the next day. We're talking action on AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Very first match of the night. We have what? Trios? Well, right before that. Oh, okay. Sorry, say up. So, you know, you are right, Mike. So, the show actually opens to Nick and Matt Jackson being taken away in a stretcher and in an ambulance. Yeah. We don't know exactly what happened, but they're they're both yeah going to the and hospital. Then Hangman kind of looks left, looks right. What do I do? The, the paramedics are kind of waving him in. He says, okay. He, yeah. he follow he, he jumps in with him. Yeah, because Kenny Omega, he was there. He wanted to go, but Don Callis is like, no, you got a match tonight. You got to stay. Can't do it. So, yeah, Hangman goes with them, and the bond continues to grow, it seems. And, Mike, I, I plant you QAnon seed number one. <laughs> okay. Do you, know, yes. you know where I'm going? Go ahead. 
Okay, well, of course, I'm sure uh, the sleuths of the of the professional wrestling community, of course, pointed out a particular uh, set decoration that could have uh, persuaded someone's vision, as it were. Of course, as the Young Bucks were being escorted out of the building, uh, they were situated directly in front of AW's production truck. Um, production truck, you know, it's a, it's a, like a 52 footer, you know, you know, pulls with a big truck or whatever it is. And it's got, it's got sting and all of his glory and, um, the bucks and they're doing their thing. Jade Cargill's on there. And one Tweeted League champion, CM Punk in the middle of said production truck. Mike, are you following <laughs> me? Um, can you picture, I mean, can you just picture what a, what a poster photo of those f- five people would look like? Just pick. You can pick. Yeah. I'm sure you can. This now picture, happened. picture that truck. While the young bucks being taken away, that truck conveniently tables, chairs, large piece of plywood stacked against CM Punk's face. <laughs> yeah, I mean this has happened before. WWE has had trucks with wrestlers that aren't there anymore on them. And- you know, I'm just saying. I think one time they just cut the face out, like Alberto Del Rio. Let me, like let me so just, I'm just, I'm just telling you, I'm planting seed number one, okay? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, either way, we got a mystery. Who done it? A right. classic Who Done It. We're looking for TV story of the year, folks. It's still alive and well. <laughs> uh, so let's get into the in ring action. Trios match our international champion. OC, Fresh Secret Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, and Sting taking on Kip Sabian, Butcher, and Blade, and Bunny, I guess by association. I don't even know if she was out there. I think it was Penelope Ford. It was Penelope Ford. You're right. Where's the Bunny? Uh, I don't know. I don't think. Have we seen her since that awesome tag match they had on Rampage? Probably not. That bloody battle. But anyway, it's also a slightly different look in the ring. They had red, white, and blue ropes. To line up like, with their uh, their new aesthetic, their new their their new color scheme. Are they red, white, and blue? Yeah, well, they had yeah, like their new intros are all those. There's kind of like LED bars going across, and have you yeah, noticed like know, the whole sort of, color scheme has changed? Have you noticed that? I noticed that, but I didn't think it was like straight up red, white, and blue. I think this is the first time it happened. Yeah, the ropes. Yeah. Either way, reminded me of vintage WWF. That's how okay. it used to be their classic okay. color scheme. Uh, anyways, yeah. Also feel like this was the first Sting match we've had in a while, many months. But crowd's always happy to see him. Maybe since that's has he had one since that six person tag? Or the one where uh, yeah, he jumped where he jumped off Grand the... Slam or whatever? Oh yeah, Grand Slam. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Yeah, he's always jumping off things. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, everyone's happy to see him. Everyone has their moments throughout the match. Penelope Ford on the outside causing some trouble. But uh, the baby faces overcome. Eventually Sting hits Kip Sabian with the Scorpion Death Drop. Gets the win for his team. As he should. The uh, the only true, well, I guess him and Hook. The two undefeateds, right? Uh, on the men's side, yeah, I uh, guess. Yes. Yes, on the men's side. The two of them and Jade Cargill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we get a tag title match. The guns taking on top flight. And one of the guns was wearing a direct Shawn Michaels outfit during his entrance. 
the little shoulders with the mirrors on little them. Sh- the mirrored shoulders. Yeah, your costume yeah. department's going off. <laughs> but uh crowd's still chanting ass boys at them. and Just a fun little fast-paced, high-flying match. Dante hits the nosedive. Moonsault makes the cover, but Colton breaks it up last second. And then the kingdom come out, start attacking Darius. So Dante has to flip onto them, but... Uh, yeah, that leaves Dante all on his own. So the guns hit the 310 to Yuma, get the win, retain. You Boop. know, I thought there was a chance, you know, Top Flight could have, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I mean, I really don't want them to hold it all the way till fucking double or nothing. Yeah, see, that's the thing with all the with the the long space between pay-per-views. How do you make a match big? I want to see this match on the Forbidden Door card, but I don't want to see the f- these, these. Well, not ones. the guns. No. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, after that, FTR come out. They want a tag title shot at the guns. The guns say, no way. You got nothing to offer us, but. Nothing. I got. I do have to say, from whichever gun is the short gun, he did a great job. I thought this was a <laughs> yeah. pretty good, damn good promo across the board. I don't know. He, he, he did yeah. kind of redeem himself in that way. Yeah, no, it was good passion. You know, Cash Wheeler says, if you beat us, we'll never team again. But that still wasn't good enough. So Dax, he says, all right, we're going to put our AEW careers on the line for the match. That's what uh, the guns accept. And they spit right in their faces and run off. Hawk's a real loogie with the one, with the short one. I don't know which one it is. When, <laughs> when, uh... When they said we'll put our, you know, we'll put our careers on the line, there was the crowd started like knowing, just no, <laughs> boo. <laughs> I mean, you know, this only adds fuel to the speculation of them possibly leaving the company, or, or it's all part of the plan just to add drama to the match. They've already signed and they'll win the titles. Yeah, so I guess it's either they lose and go back to Hunter, or they win and they they're staying. Those that that's kind of how this is going down. Yeah, but I mean, at least if they've booked this match, that means, I mean, they're not going to wait till double or nothing, so we could hopefully have new champs in a couple weeks. Yeah, it's too long to wait until, what, May 25th or something? That's too long to wait. Yeah, that's much too long, so. Yeah, hopefully in the next couple weeks, we can get that done. Yeah. But, anyways. Uh, Then we got Hook taking on Stokely Hathaway. In a no DQ match, because uh, you know Hook beat the other members of the firm to earn this chance. Uh, but right before the bell, Stokely says, uh, "You know the doctors have not cleared him. He's not allowed to compete, and also he's retiring as of today." And he tries to hand over a doctor's note, which is just a receipt with says he is sick written on it. So. Referee Bryce Ramsberg, he's not having it. He tears up the note, rings the bell. Stokely hops the barricade, tries to run away, but Hookley, Hook grabs him, brings him back, just uh, yeah, hits a big T-bone suplex onto the floor. So nice little bump for Stokely. Uh, but it is no DQ, so he manages to grab hold of a fire extinguisher, sprays Hook in the face, tries to hit him with a chair, but Hook just catches it in his hands, starts smacking Stokely with it. Uh, and then Hook sets up a guardrail in the corner, suplexes Stokely onto the guardrail, which dents it, and then Hook makes the cover, but then he lets up just so he can apply the red rum instead, 
And the ref calls for the bell. And Stokely is out. So now they're picking and choosing. They didn't do the three-arm lift and drop. So I don't know what their <laughs> rules are anymore. Maybe it's like a per-ref thing. Like right now in the NBA, there's a lot of talk about like particular refs. And now we know refs' names. And that's crazy because they're the fucking ref. Stripes, they have no goddamn soul. And now I have to know your name? You know, maybe the uh, WWE is taking a page out of that book. You know, like each one of these refs is having a little bit of a personality. Uh, I mean, that's what AEW does. We know all their names. And we, you know yeah. all the names. You know Paul Turner. You know Bryce Remsburg. You know the other bald guy. Uh, Rick Knox. Rick Knox. It didn't. <laughs> it, it didn't come to me immediately, but then as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's that's important. It's important for uh, not only for the fans, but also for crowning ref of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to know. I need to know your name if you're going to be ref of the year. Uh, so, yeah, that was that. Afterwards, next segment, Adam Cole comes out. Huge reaction from the crowd. They're Huge all chanting his name. Huge fucking reaction, man. This this was maybe one of the baby-faciest promos I've ever seen. Yeah, full-on face. Uh, they're chanting his name. Everyone's doing the boom, of course. Oh, I can't wait to boom in June. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great. Uh, and yeah, Cole says he feels great. Ready for his first match back next week. But who's it going to be against? And that's when Daniel Garcia comes out. They just trade insults back and forth and we book the match. So there you go next week. Yeah, he comes out. Uh, this Daniel Garcia outfit, too. I, I just want to quickly comment. Black leather pants. Black leather jacket, but only on one shoulder. Yeah, he wasn't wearing it all the way. Black sunglasses, but like very thin rectangle types. <laughs> It was a crazy look. And yeah, kids, sorry, you're not a locker room leader either. <laughs> no, no way. But, uh, you know, he's been hanging out with Jericho. He's, I guess, you know, gone f shopping with him. That's where he's getting all these rock star outfits. Uh, um, did, um, Adam Cole uses the word freaking, freaking a lot, and it's fun. <laughs> He he, uh, yeah. he does say like I'm the best freaking blah blah freaking <laughs> blah. He brought back the uh, what makes me special when they ring the freaking bell. That's what <laughs> makes me special. And you're like I can just picture what he was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he doesn't call himself Adam freaking Cole. No no okay. he's still Adam, no Adam freaking Cole baby. That's five syllables, Mike. You were saying it earlier syllables are too much. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and, you know, I think Seth Rollins might be. Yeah. You know, I, oh, yeah. He's Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. You can't put that in there. Yeah. Uh, our next match, you got John Moxley taking on Stu Grayson. Recently re-signed. Had that big Canadian comeback last week. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Just another good performance here. Uh, Moxley hits him with a big spike pile driver. But Stu fights back. Hits a nice springboard corkscrew senton. Landing almost right on Moxie's head, but uh, then a bit later, Stu hits a top rope moonsault to the floor onto the other Combat Club members. Uh, and then back in the ring, he hits a 450 splash. So Stu Grayson was just flipping all over the place in this one. 
Looking good. Looking, yeah, looking like he wants his job back for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's got it. He's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, they fight their way up to the top rope. Moxley grabs him, hits a big super avalanche death rider, gets the win. But a uh, great fight by Stu. Yeah, and all the uh, all the peoples were all ringside, of course, the Blackpool Combat Club, the fucking, uh, what are their other names? The Dark Order. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, a bit later, Stu Grayson, he's getting checked out by the medical staff in the back when the Blackpool Combat Club ambush and attack him, so... Just pure heels at this point now. Really feels like it, yeah. Would also like to point out uh, another backstage moment where Alex Marvez was uh, talking to Don Callis and Kenny Omega, you know, asking them about the Young Bucks, Adam Cole going with them. And when it came to the Young Bucks, Don Callis said, those kids will be fine in a few months. Just wanted in a to, few months. That's that was the exact. I I I, <laughs> I rewound and watched it again. Those kids will be fine in a few months. And he was trying to hush off that sort of information. Those kids will be fine in a few months. What we're talking about tonight is Kenny, the the, the god of pro wrestling, etc. 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 So uh, yeah, yeah. More on I more mean, on that, that later. More on that later. Yeah, wonder. But, uh, yeah, after that, we got Tony Storm taking on Sky Blue. Sky hit a nice Hurricane Rana off the apron at one point, but then Soraya and Ruby start attacking her while the ref's distracted. But Sky Blue still putting up a good fight. She hits the Code Blue at one point, but again, the outcasts just jump in, distract the ref so she can't make the pin. Uh, then Tony just takes over, hits the vicious hip attack in the corner. And then the Storm Zero, Tony gets the win. But Sky Blue looking real good. Promising young star she is. And I feel like Sky Blue wrestles on every single dark and dark elevation. And I I don't have the stats for this. I'm not going to begin to look into it. But I feel like she wrestles on at least dark and dark elevation every week, which is that that stepping stone right and then she cut then she loses on the main roster but she keeps winning on those other shows yeah she's getting her reps in she's looking pretty good getting in the, the ring, reps so. in that's a great way to put it yeah yeah she can definitely be a potential future star in the division mm-hmm. we'll see yeah uh then afterwards they go to spray paint her but then Riho and willow nightingale run out to make the save so they they're they're buddies now. They got a nice little gang going on. Yeah, we at least the uh, the the, or, the score is even. You know, the odds are even. Yeah, gotta keep it even. Uh, the main event though, big matchup going on here. Kenny Omega taking on El Hijo del Vikingo. Viking. This is another one where uh, I feel like it was pronounced a couple different ways. Like it's written Viking. Like you think Viking O or Viking Go. Uh, yeah, but it's Vikingo. Yeah, uh, this was a little all over the place. They were they were touting this as a dream match. Kenny Omega comes out to his his, his non elite theme. Hopefully, carry on my wayward son is not done though. Uh, although it might be Mike from the get go, this match was hot. Oh, baby. Yeah. I can't say I knew much about this Vikingo guy going in, but uh, Only I think everyone. Only like, the written word of, yeah. I know that he is a wrestler who wrestles about 
about. <laughs> yeah, he he's the about. AAA mega champion. Yes. Uh, but yeah, lots of time here, almost 20 minutes of just crazy action. V King O making a real good first impression here. Just half a dozen things just I've never seen before. He does off the top rope and an implosion Hurricane Rana. Um, I, I don't even just, know what else to <laughs> fucking count of the match. Yeah. I mean, then he does a shooting star press off the apron. Uh, we were only like two minutes into the match. The crowd was already chanting, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we, the, multiple holy shits throughout. Yeah. Springboards. Uh, he does jumps off the middle rope. 450 splash. Uh, a dragon Rana off the top rope to the floor. Spiking then, Kenny Omega onto his fucking head. Yeah. Oh, that was a scary moment when they're on the top rope and Kenny goes for the power bomb and Viking rakes, reverses it midair with a Hurricane Rana. And yeah, that's when Kenny lands almost right on his head. Real scary looking bump. Scary. I mean, but, but if anyone can fucking take it. This yeah, is Kenny fucking Mega we're talking about here, Mike. Yeah. No, he was fine. We continued. He uh, was fine. And then Vikingo, he stands. He stands on the middle rope outside the ring, manages to turn around and hit a phoenix splash into the ring. This I don't know just... how he fucking did that. He did reverse, he did maneuvers that, uh, he just reversed them and somehow they fucking worked. Yeah. Like, this guy was just pulling out everything. Uh, and then Kenny, though, he hits a V-trigger but only gets a two count. And then at some point we had a table set up on the floor. So Kenny gets laid out on the table, and then Vikingo, he runs, he jumps off the middle rope, over top, a 6.30 senton onto Kenny through the table. This guy, holy shit, he can do anything. What the fuck was even happening here? Yeah, like, oh my god, but Omega still able to kick out, so we continue a bit longer until Kenny hits another V-trigger, and then the one-winged angel to get... A uh, very hard-fought win for Omega. I cannot fucking believe that sent on over the fucking rope. <laughs> I cannot believe is that was that that is an early that is an early spot of the year. Just the uh, yeah. the pure athleticism behind the fucking move. Yeah, this guy. I mean, this has got to be one of the best first impressions I've ever gotten. Just. I mean, what more could you do? This is fucking unbelievable. Holy shit. I mean, uh, blown away, Mike. Are you in the, would you give this a five stars? Maybe. I never thought about it really that hard, but I I've, I've see. been thinking about it over the past day, uh, recalling how stoked I was watching this and thinking to myself, if I was that stoked, it was for a reason. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could certainly, I could see Meltzer giving it five as well. Um, I mean, that was definitely the best match I've seen on Dynamite this year. That's for sure. Oh, the best TV match. Uh, that, that could yeah, be best a, TV match in general. Yeah, Just in general, that, uh, that might end up probably be, you know, that could end up being the best time uh, in, in its class. Uh, yeah. And after watching this, now I want to see V-Kingo versus Pac. Oh that would my be. 
That would be a dream match right there. But uh, yep. either way, let's get this guy in AEW. I need to see more of him. This was... <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's get you in AEW, bud. Oh my God! Yeah, what a what a, what a fantastic way to finish uh, to finish the match. But after the show, um, uh, the Co- Blackpool Combat Club come out to beat down on Kenny Omega before Adam Eggman <laughs> is he comes in like on the on the Titan Tron in the ambulance <laughs> comes storming out and then it's like a uh, Blackpool Combat Club keeps beating Kenny Omega up but Adam Adam, Adam Page just got out of the ambulance so you kind of kind of like one Mississippi two Mississippi three <laughs> Mississippi four Do like 12 and a half seconds I think I counted and eventually he comes out kind of to try and even the odds you know uh, scares away the Blackpool Combat Club well, he had a, a two-by-four with nails he, in Oh, it, yes. So would, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a scary-looking weapon. That's yeah. That's, that's how the Simpsons defeated the aliens in the Halloween <laughs> In one of the tree houses of horror. And uh, so, so what happens next is up for debate, I would have to say, because throughout all the interaction, um, Don Callis makes his way into the ring, attempting to refrain Adam Hangman Page uh from acting too much and hangman says like get off of me but just kind of yeah. like you know pulls away his pulls arm pulls away his arm don callus drops to the mat in, yeah. in agony and pain right when a a previously beaten kenny omega steps to the forefront so what he sees is Adam Hangman Page in the middle of the ring with a, a two by four with nails sticking out of it. <laughs> and then his manager, his confidant, his his groomer. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Groomer uh, <laughs> <laughs> on on the mat in pain saying, telling him, Adam Page, stay away from me. Stay away from me. Yeah, he's pointing at him like he did it. He knocked me down. Kenny's just like, what the fuck, man? Uh, Don Callis, he bamboozled him. What's going on here, Don? But and 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 I bring up our previous backstage interaction. Oh, they'll be fine in a couple months. Yeah, it's Don Callis. Don Callis sketchy. is making some moves right now. I don't know if it is to rid Kenny of of this dead weight and lead him into the the champion that we know he can be. Because let's be honest, he is. Um, we know that if Kenny Omega doesn't have a championship around his waist, what the fuck are we doing here? Let's be honest, <laughs> guys. Come on. He is the IWGP United States champion. I don't know if that will be the, the belt he chooses to defend. At come, uh, come Forbidden Door. He could hold another I one mean, for all we know. I think we all want to see the rematch, him and Osprey for that title. Will so. Osprey, Osprey, get your fucking visa in order, bud, because you're fucking coming here. <laughs> Because you're fucking coming yeah. here, and I don't care about it. Um, what a fantastic way to close off Dynamite and the show. One more thing, though. The Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Am I guessing a unanimous El Hio del Vikingo? Yeah, I think it's impossible not to give it to him after that fucking 
I mean, what a debut. Um, I think he's only like 25 or something, too, wow. which is insane. This guy, this guy, he could be a top guy in any promotion when you can do shit like that. And like you said, the 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 first impression match. Wow. Right. Yeah. For people like I like us, you mean people like us who are in the world. We've seen your name written down. We know you're a person who's alive. Uh, and then you be you know to have the opportunity to see in action. This is fucking eyes on the product. Uh, yeah. You know. Let we'll reconvene next week. This might be a five star match. Uh, as far as as far as I'm concerned, Mike. Yeah, I think you could easily give it that and. Uh, we'll see if Uncle Dave agrees. We'll see if Uncle Dave agrees. Uh, that was the entirety of the time for the show. Folks. Thanks for listening. We're uh, rate for like subscribe. Show is everywhere. Of course, we'll be back next week. I guess next week is Mania preview. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll run down all that. The biggest weekend of the year coming up. Yeah, it's the biggest so. weekend of the year. I guess we got Stand and Deliver. Mania, Mania Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, and uh, God cannot wait. It's going to be a great week of professional wrestling. Thanks for listening, folks. Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time.